Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Marriage Podcast with Griffin and Heather Gilstrap. It is good to be back with you, and we're excited to jump into another important conversation that uh, I think will forever be a challenge and something we have to focus on and try to get better at as life goes and things get going. We have made the mistake of having an important family conversation, Heather and I, and she's wiping tears away. We, this is totally fits with what we're talking about. There's no time to have important conversations for us, but yeah. we were just unpacking your morning. <laughs> the emotions are flowing. How are you, babe? There you go. <clears throat> Deep yes. breath. I'm, I'm, You're hanging in. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right. Parenting is, it is wild. Right. Having, yeah, parenting. I, I did a little devotional for our fast we're doing at the church. And I like, the way I started it was, if there's one way I would describe parenting, it's humbling. Oh, yeah. It's just totally like a lifelong journey of <laughs> pouring into other people who can make their own decisions and are at a different stages of their life. But what is success, you know, at certain ages and certain instances and just try to wrap your head around the journey, right? And that there's always, there's constantly more to pour in and teach and add to and all that. Yeah. I could say so many things. Yeah. That's, <laughs> where we shouldn't go. That now. won't be what the podcast plan is. <laughs> so I'm not even going to respond. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's doing well. We, uh, maybe, maybe we want to talk about this today because it's been a constant, maybe, Feedback we've gotten from people in their own lives as we do ministry, as we do friendship with people, uh, not just in our age with kids, but just kind of all over. It feels like this topic is very pertinent, very important. And maybe we're at the beginning of the year and we're trying to just, you know, acclimate to, you know, this year and what we're trying to do and trying to accomplish. But of course, life never slows down and there's just more and more coming and more and more to try to be prepared for. But what have you been hearing from people that you connect with and and talk to you. You have very intentional and deep relationships with some people in your life, but what's kind of the constant that you've been hearing from married couples and parents kind of in this season of life? Yeah, I think, and I don't know if it's just, you know, kind of how we mentioned how sex can be difficult once you've been married a certain amount of years and you just, you settle in, but there seems to be a settling and an acceptance of how um, distracted our, mm. we are mentally, how full our minds are, how, as literally people have said to me, I feel like I have too many tabs open. Like our one daughter, Paisley, makes fun of me because she loves swiping my phone clean. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Mom, when do you do this? <laughs> I'm like, that's what my brain feels like. like it's like I have a tab things. for each kid. And then I have a tab for just the amount of... That's good. The amount of And they things. never get closed. Yeah, You kind of come oh, back to cry. them here, come back. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And so, and and it's just been a lot of, of people, that's the word. It's distracted. Some of it isn't bad. It's, you know, your actual real responsibility the things that are super important. And a lot of it is because of how heavy that is, I'm going to go and get distracted. That's what I was just going to ask. Do you think we, not to cut you off right (laughs) into it, but do you feel like we kind of crave that? Like falsely, we run to certain things to distract ourselves, to get away from the responsibility and the thing that we know is making us feel overwhelmed. We divert. A hundred. It's empty. There's nothing there. And you know, 
thinking about like my so- social media, of co- of course, is basically what everyone's thing. I'm going to almost well, almost say that's probably everybody's, yeah, no matter sure. what A age you are, you know, it's scrolling. Um, yeah. But I, I even thinking about my social media, which I follow like super inspiring home decor, uh, worship leaders, like it's all nothing bad. Positive, it's all yeah. really good. But then it's just the um, comment link and I'll send you the link to the super cute lamp. And it's like, and you're like, oh yeah, we could use that. Off I'm going to save it. Cause if we ever build a house, I'm going to want this lamp. And so then it's like, <laughs> my brain is thinking this, oh, there's a paint color I love and it's, and it's inspiring and I don't feel, but, it, but it's empty at the same time, but then I'll close it. But my brain is still like, okay, yeah, because I'm going to paint the homeschool room and oh that was a good cut like don't forget that and don't forget this and da da it's like oh my goodness and so even if you're not following things that are maybe not the best for you and I think a lot of times we could go that way it could be really great and really uplifting sure, sure. and really healthy yeah it's still filling your mind and with with um I mean how many reels do you see within three minutes sure yeah. And oh, know. the science behind that, what is training our minds, our, our attention is being trained to be a certain amount of seconds, even in conversations or about with yeah. people, right? There's a book called The Shallows and it's about, it's about that. It's about how, what technology it is sounds doing. sounds ominous. The Shallows. <laughs> well, it's making us shallow. It's making our minds not be able mm. to think deeper mm-hmm. about how we feel about a lot of things or be able to read more than like three minutes at a time. Right. Then your brain's like, oh, you're ready for something else. You're ready for something else. It's a good point. It's made us way less good at conversation and connection with people, right? Because mm-hmm. we're like, if you sit, I, I was getting my hair cut. And this, <laughs> this is a random story, but I, I went to get my hair cut and this woman just looked older. She was sitting there in the waiting room and she was just kind of looking at me. Not in not in a weird way, but she was just smiling. Well, just, the older I, ladies think you're beautiful. Well, that so is my it. sweet that is my sweet spot <laughs> for like seventy and up. It's where I, yeah, it's where I thrive. Um, that sounded weird too. Um, but she was looking at me smiling, and I was just like, I we I said, hey, we talked for a minute, but then it was just kind of like she kept looking at you. Not really, but I felt like she really wanted to talk, and I just wasn't in that place. Yeah, I wanted to, you know, get my hair cut. So I pulled my phone out, you know, and I just started doing something I want to do and whatever. But we're just trained like that. We're avoiding that. We're not as easy to connect or just keep it simple or not have. You're very intentional about having nothing going on or nothing. I'm doing the dishes. I got to watch something. The kids are crowding around watching Wheel of Fortune like I'm 70 years old. All those <laughs> he's, so, he's so good at Wheel of Fortune. It makes me feel good. He, I, I want to get him on the show, everyone. And you have to pay for the ticket. So if you'd like to donate, <laughs> he could win. He's You're so mm, good. I, I, I might get nervous in the moment. but No, I could. I mean... I could hear your voice. Tell him what letter, Pat. I'm going anyway. Anyway, let's go back. <laughs> I could hear it. <laughs> well, I think you're right. So, what is what is the right way to to rest mentally? Because I put down a. I think mental exhaustion. Yes, is a big reason we don't manage our time well, or we run to things we shouldn't, or some people stay up too late because they're just checking out and trying to just have a moment or whatever. And that turns into an hour and you've watched way too many YouTube things or whatever the case may be. But to your point, it's firing off the synapses in the brain and you're still functioning and all that kind of stuff. So how do we rest? How do we, how do we find an escape that's healthy? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of 
And I, I will speak on this because I'm learning it, I guess. Um, I feel like there's a lot of unlearning. Um, I think we've created a lot of these habits over the years. Yeah. And so we're you're going to feel a bit of a withdrawal from them. Um, and I think it's putting up some, some, some boundaries. I literally bought myself an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. The phone sleeps in the kitchen. Yeah. Best decision I've ever made. And I'll feel oh. it. Oh, what? Griffin, stop it. Best decision you ever made. With this topic, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it, and it's hard. Like, I'll be like, oh man, like I wanted yeah. to look, I'll you look f- for I it. feel it. I literally feel it. Right. And, and I'm like, no, stick to it. Like, put it out there. I'll hand it to you and you tuck me in. I'm like, take this. <laughs> because good. I don't have the discipline right yeah, now to. It's not even in front of you. And I'll be looking up like homeschool stuff, nothing bad or yeah. no, what, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, and so, and I also think it's, it's, I even, I did t- a few journaling techniques. I might lose some men with this one, but this is what I did, ladies. Because <laughs> a lot of men usually don't journal. But if you do, I'm very proud of you. If you don't, it's okay. Um, but I wrote down all the things that I'm responsible for. And um, it was wild to me as I wrote them down, how some of them felt really weighty. And yeah. some of them felt oh, like, yeah, share this. This like, is interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm responsible for this, but I'm it doesn't it feels light, and maybe that's seasonal. Like I wrote down homeschooling, and that didn't make me feel heavy. That was like, oh no, I love mm. this. This is bringing life to me and to my daughter. Like this is good. But writing down, um, you know, this writing down like all the things I do for our home, and then writing down, um, you know, just what my children, their health what they wear, how they look, how they present th- themselves, how they act in public, um, taking care of your needs, which I love, which does not feel heavy, by the way. Um, just myself, how I look, yeah. how what I wear, like just all the things that I am supposed to maintain and, and make sure everyone is good, make sure I look presentable at the end of it all. <laughs> it's just like, I cannot breathe. Like this is so many things. Mm. Um, and it was like, Lord, can I take anything away like am I adding anything that's unnecessary and the answer was no like Mm. none of them are like oh yeah that's that's actually not necessary right now sure um which was like then what do I do Lord and and so what I you know and I've been looking for the right verbiage for this and I actually heard this from somebody else which is it's so simple um but she's a mom she loves Jesus and she just said um you, you focus on your first love, which is Jesus. You focus your day around what is most important, which is being present with the Lord, honoring him, ministering to the Lord. And then out of that place, then you do the other things. And they will, she said, miraculously, they will be done. And, and I don't know why. It's like, duh, I know that. Like, give him your first. But it's, it's been this mental switch for me of not just waking up early and giving him the first fruits of my day, which I do think is insanely vital and cannot be missed. But also throughout my day, like, like focusing back on Jesus, focusing back on, on what's really most important. If I don't do anything else today and I do this and the peace and simplicity, Mm -hmm. which I think is the word we all crave. I feel in my mind in a moment where I can feel myself being like, ha, and then I just like, wait, Jesus. And I just bring my mind back to him. Mm. I've, things feel simple. 
um, and things start to not feel as heavy, which has been a retraining of my thoughts. And it's been like, I yeah. have to be no, really good. disciplined. That's what I talked about in the message yesterday yeah. at church. It's just the, the prayer life and seeking the Lord and relying on his strength and his being, he's a refuge and he's the go-to. He's kind of what guides us. And but yeah, we try to do it on our own. And that's, that's what I think we feel with so many people. And so at times in our lives, there's too much going on. Can't handle it mentally, can't handle it physically, can't get everybody where they need to be, but also keep the integrity of what we're trying to accomplish within our family, within our faith, and just mm-hmm. trying to, you know, have barriers and boundaries around that. But yeah, the weight of responsibilities that we carry and so much is on the line. And that's what, yeah. you know, maybe it's for you physical a lot, but at the end of the day, it is mental, emotional of like, I have to do this well. Yeah. Am I? <laughs> what does that look like? Yeah. And that constant wonder of, you know, is this going well? And then you have a bad day or a bad week or you and your spouse are fighting a lot or you're, you're not communicating well and one of the kids is this or that, or whatever the case, it's like, whoa. So now I'm already at a deficit. I'm a, at the end of my rope, you know, emotionally. I don't have much else to give or to like, if it gets worse, this is yeah. this is a, a tough place to go. For, so for sure for you and I, the Lord is that foundational place of a reset or a, the strength that we find or put our heart and mind kind of on the the most important thing, as you said. The most important thing. Uh, to kind of put everything else in its place, even mentally or emotionally, definitely for us spiritually. Um, so what, you know, what does that look like for the listener? How do you do that? Because you feel it the longer you go without it. Because mm-hmm. then to me, to boil that down, you're trying to handle all of those things by yourself. Yeah. And in the world we're living in, like the social media and all the the things coming at your brain, and if you watch the news and whatever that creates in your heart, what your kids bring home, which you don't know any day of the week, what they're coming home with from school and what's around the corner. Right. If you're trying to handle that on your own, you know, good luck. And yeah. then if, you know, like we try to talk about as a, as a married couple, you want to be on the same page mm-hmm. and supportive and communicating and all of those things to make sure you can kind of do this for the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and, and I, and I'm feel like I'm still learning. I'm learning how to do that, to fix my eyes in a moment back on Jesus to, and I, and a lot of it is just as simple as I just start saying his name and under my breath, like the kids are going to be like, geez, she just says Jesus name all the time. <laughs> but it's just, it's just like a, okay. Like, okay. You like, I am planting seeds that will not get stolen. And I believe that. And the Holy Spirit finishes the work. And I am very responsible for these things, but I can only do so much. And there's just a surrendering that comes. And I and I feel like I've said I feel like I've said this before, but I think with every child I have had, I've become more and more dependent on the Holy Spirit. Cause there I think I wanted to be and I grew up, you know, our my parents were divorced, and there's just a level of self sufficiency. I had to have of like, there's no dad to help me figure this out. Like I got to suck it up and figure it out. You know, my mom was incredible, did above and beyond, like was amazing. But a lot of it, I was on my own and Mm -hmm. I had to figure it out. And so this, there became this, um, and this is my own personal thing, but maybe you relate to this. There became this like grit in me and maybe a hardness in me of like, I can do it on my own. I need to know that I'm capable of managing this by myself. Then that's success to Heather. Yeah. And there, there Prove became yourself a, constantly, yeah, yeah. which also translated great to sports. Like that was yeah. fine. Like that mentality was fine, but there's been a breaking of that in me Sure. of that. It's a, you, 
if you're doing it without him, then I don't think he's on it. Like yeah. if you're and you're it lets you have it. I also have heard um, like your comfort doesn't isn't equated with God's goodness. Like like he's not wanting you to be comfortable. And so there's this, there's this level of um, breaking of myself that I've had of just of bra- of an end to myself of like I cannot do this on my own. And it's drawn me closer to Jesus on a daily minute. <laughs> basis of just like I, I I don't know how I don't know how and people ask me how do you do it I'm like I don't know <laughs> I no, I genuinely don't know <laughs> Jesus right. <laughs> every day and that's not practical but it's like there I don't think there's steps like I just it's just him it's just a pursuit of a relationship you know I could say put a bunch of boundaries or I think making a list is really great. I also, I will say, I think it's the other journaling I've done is I kind of have written out like, who do I want to be? Who do I, how do I want to live my life? I think we all have this picture of like, this is, especially women, this is the type of mom I'm going to be. And this is the type of wife. And it's just like this, some of it is like, okay, that's not realistic at all. We can't dance in dresses and feel flowers <laughs> with our children. That's my picture. Um, but it's also just like, okay, well, what, what little things does it take to become her? You know, what does it look like to make that matter on a Tuesday afternoon? Um, if this is the type of mom you want to be that it, cares for her children in this way. It's like, what's stopping you? Like actually take the time to think out like what's stopping you from being her and then to pursue that. Um, I don't know. That's been life giving to me as well. That's good. Yeah. I think that's, that's practical in a way. I was trying to think practically about it as well. Like what gets people into these situations where they, too much is going on and they don't feel like they can handle it. You're better at practical steps than I am. No, I, I just... Which I appreciate. I think there's a good balance. Like, for sure, the Lord is the the go-to. And uh, how, how you, I think, can function the most healthy in the, in the most appropriate way is just in line with Him. Galatians 5 talks about walk with the Spirit and just this partnership with the Lord. So for the Christians listening, that that is the goal. And that's how we, I do think we can do it. I also think God entrusts us with more and the ability to handle more. I think that's biblical when we do it appropriately and when we do it through his strength. And it's not about us and it's not for us. It's about what, you know, the mission of our life we're trying to accomplish. So uh, he trusts us with little, he trusts us with more kind of deal. Yep, I and agree. That, that could be in so many different ways. But uh, yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of the practical as well. There's a couple of the notes that I put is, do you think sometimes like some of the, what I, what I was thinking earlier was we scroll, that's one of the things, but I think other people just like to stay busy. They yeah. don't like to rest. They right. want to do more, mm-hmm. want to accomplish more. I want to feel accomplished. I want to get my kids into everything that they possibly can. Some Sometimes I get that because keeping them busy elsewhere gives you some <laughs> kind of break. But so, so a lot of those are good things. Um, but is it is it doing too many good things sometimes a bad thing, do you think? Yes. I mean, if we're, and again, I have a really hard time talking about anything outside of Jesus, babe. <laughs> but it's like if you're creating your own schedule on like what you think this should look like and how your day should go and how you're, you know, even planning like your vacations and all this stuff and just like 
like what is the values, I guess, and what's the goal? What are you just trying? What's the reason, the motive behind them? Yeah, um, right. And so I think if you're, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like you're, if it's especially with children, you're teaching them. Then like there's a lesson in that. Um, I think rest has become something that's not valued. I think it's something that's um, very countercultural <laughs> um, in our world these yeah, days. Big time. So yeah, I I definitely think if you're and again. It's like submit your schedule. Like, Lord, I give you the year. Like, where do you want us to go? Like, I love asking him questions and like, what do you want me to do today? <laughs> just put it on him. But, yeah. but it's just You're like, where do you want me to go? Like, my plans got canceled this morning. And I was like, all right, Lord, now what, what do I do? What's best? Because I'll do whatever you want me to do. I have no idea. <laughs> and I don't want to do it on my own. Yep. And so I've learned to just, I think we talked about this before too, just a, a fancy word, consecrate, which is just like to surrender, to give over to give literally your calendar, your planner, just give it to him of what it looks like for your family. What do your children need? What does your marriage need? Um, not just because this is what everyone's doing or or even, oh, we do this every year. You know, I think a lot of times, mm -hmm. like, no, we do softball every year. This is just what we do. It's like, okay, that's great. But is it what you need to do? You know, we always go to the beach in September, you know, those kind of things. And it's like, I love traditions and all that, but it's like, well, yeah, what, there's a balance there. what do we, what do you need right now in this moment? Well, I think just kind of circling it all the way back to like your marriage and how you go about this together as a couple trying to be on the same page and communicating. Yeah. I think we've talked before about a lot of times, you know, we get to this exhausted place and then we're reactive, you know, and then yeah, we try to change it and sure. fix it or make sudden decisions. And sometimes that's inevitable because you don't know. You don't know how that's going to feel a good idea. And then you're into the season halfway and you're like, I'm sick of taking them all the way to practice <laughs> or it's taken away from our time as a couple. So I just think there's as much as you can be proactive to say no to things to, to your point of something we've talked about before is what are the main priorities and what is the main goal? And is it in line with what we know we want to accomplish and how we want to be as a family? Some people really like to be busy, but is it hurting, you know, your relationships? Is it giving you enough time to connect with the Lord, with each other as a couple? And with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And even so saying no to activities, right. For the kids, but also like, can you say no even to the kids or to certain birthday parties or this or that. So you can say yes to your spouse mm -hmm. or in our instance. So we can say yes to time with the Lord because we know those dynamics, not just for the next month, but for the next hundred months is what we need to function at a high level. And I, I just think we just kind of go with, sometimes we go with the flow or there is no plan or we're too exhausted to even think about planning or looking ahead mm -hmm. or to have the time to pray or to really seek the Lord and like, man, I feel like we're off or we're tired or we're missing something. You know, how do we recalibrate? What, right. do, what do we need? Another date night or another this to kind of look and refresh ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? I think what you just made me think of is the pace the yeah. pace that we live is mm -hmm. usually what leads us to this exhaustion. And so that's when we go and escape to these things because it's like, I just need to chill. We hit a wall. But they're just not filling you. Right. They're just not doing anything for you. It's yeah. not going to solve how you're feeling. And then it's just a cycle. And so I think when you're able to sit back and I guess challenge yourself and like, do I need to? And, and I'm a very productive person. I love getting stuff done. 
you know, when I feel like Griffin knows when I'm upset because all of a sudden I'm like vacuuming or <laughs> I love a clean house. Like you got just, that spot five times. <laughs> but it's even laying those things down of like, what is most important in this moment? And for yeah. myself, for, for everyone who's essential to your life. Um, and so questioning even the way that you've always done things, the family's always done things, how you've always done things. It's like, is this still how I want to do it? And is is this producing fruit? And life is such a marathon, your marriage, your parenting. It's like it's every day planting seeds, loving on your spouse, like taking care of yourself. It's like we just need to settle on in and yep. slow our yeah. pace. And there's a verse in First Thessalonians. Uh, I love this is just I just have been thinking about this so much. Um, verse 11, and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and attend to your own business and work with your hands, just as we commanded you. Um, I love that so much. Um, I listened to a message on it a few months ago and I've thought about it every day, just a quiet life. Like, yeah. doesn't that sound so nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In theory, but in practice, very countercultural. I think that's where I feel like we're just gearing up more and more to go the direction of, I don't really want to do it like everyone else is doing it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's not to say everyone's doing it wrong, but what do we want? Mm -hmm. And so even the homeschool idea with the kids, now you're at home. And so that's a little bit more easy, not easy, but because you're kind of there and available and willing, you know, that becomes an option, but just to be able to control the schedule and control the pace and to control when we do things and not be on another schedule and to have flexibility like that, because what we value the most is our kids, our time together, their spiritual, spiritual growth. I mean, we want them to do well in school, but it's, it's not even our first priority. Right. But so just the idea of kind of where can we take more control? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult. And I think a lot of people would say, I don't want that responsibility of the school stuff. And you may or may not enjoy that on the day-to-day -day basis. But what we, I think we're going to gain on the other side, not advocating for everyone to do this, but just what I'm thinking of doing something that some people would look at, mainly you, and be like, what, why, why would you jump into it's this? It's harder for me. It's sure. not going to be – it'd it's, be way easier to send them all. <laughs> yeah, more of a sacrifice. And it's more normal. Go to school and, you know, That's they right. take care of the teaching and we'll do the other stuff. But the opportunities, I think, that are going to come from that, it'll it'll be challenges and, and hard days. But just just thinking more like we don't have to do it the way we've always done it, like you said, or what, how everyone else is doing it, being in the race and going fast, 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 and more, 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 more. What is the right pace? And how do you just orient your life, your family around doing the main things and the right things? Mm -hmm. But I think we have to be willing to say no to certain things. And we have to be willing to think differently than maybe what the norm is all mm -hmm. the time as the world gets a little bit more uh, faster and focused on so many different things. Challenge, but a, a great thing to think about. Yeah. Oh, I hope this has inspired you. Um, I, well, I know that so many of us are navigating this, and I just pray um, that this just gives you things to think about, talk about with your spouse, maybe to journal like I shared, um, and that you can just strive to live that quiet life, not be afraid to push the boundaries, not be afraid to think of what your family wants and needs and desires to thrive. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will chat with you soon.